Hi, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Penn Athletics Podcast. My name is Kevin Bonner, and today we are joined by our new head softball coach, Christy Novotin. Christy, thanks for joining the podcast. Happy to be here. Exciting day. A very exciting day. So earlier today, we introduced you to the Penn community in a wonderful event. Um, so a little bit about Christy. Uh, comes to us after four years at UConn, helping the Huskies to back-to-back Regular season Big East championships, um, instrumental in UConn's resurgence after uh, a couple losing seasons, 72 and 33 and 39 and 9 in the Big East the past two seasons. Um, worked at our friends to the Northeast at Princeton for a couple of years and won two Ivy titles there. Um, played under Coach Bill Edwards at Hofstra, four regular season titles, three NCAA regionals, um, known across the softball world as a a great instructor of hitting. So we're just looking forward to spending a little time today, Christy, and hearing about your journey and, and where we're going to lead with Penn, Penn softball. Absolutely. It's a great summary. <laughs> uh, so how's the first month been? Um, incredible. That's what I'm going to say. Incredible. It's been incredible to be in the seat that you've worked really hard for your whole career. And a lot of what I've done is really built up to this moment, but um, incredible to meet the people that came today and I will be working next to. I'm excited to learn from all of my counterparts and um, really kind of find my way to make a splash in their lives as much as they're going to make an impact in mine. But um, uh, also incredibly busy, as you can imagine. There's a lot of connecting with alum and players and different uh, people out there that are really excited about this transition and um, a new chapter for Penn Softball. So incredible in a lot of different ways, but all good stuff. I'm very uh, proud to be in the chair right now. And we're certainly glad to have you. Um, you know, talk about your softball journey. Where did you know where did you start falling in love with the game and and how'd you end up in coaching? I feel like I have such a unique experience, and i I don't know if it's a good story or if there's a better one out there, but my uh, I was a high level soccer player, actually, so played soccer my whole life. Uh, was playing indoor soccer at some point, probably around middle school time. And someone that I was like on my team's dad coached the local rec team and was like, you got to come play softball. So uh, my dad and I had always messed around. I did a bunch of like leagues where we always hit. My my parents were really competitive people. So we would go and throw a front toss to each other and just kind of mess around, but never played anything, you know, to the fullest extent of learning the ins and outs of the game and competing against big high level pitching. So got into it from there and loved it. I remember going from soccer practice to softball practice, wearing sometimes shin guards and things like that um, to the wrong things, but it was uh, definitely a really cool experience to be able to do a lot. Um, so got an opportunity to play at Hofstra, obviously. I think, you know, when I was going through that process, I, I was actually had an opportunity to play softball and soccer for Hofstra, but um, decided to focus on just softball. And a lot of that had to do with coach Edwards. He is not just a huge motivator and a, a really charming man. Uh, he is a phenomenal coach. He's the best um, of the best, really hall of fame coach for a reason. His ability to teach the game is next level. And um, definitely was not around a lot of high level coaches like him in the softball realm of things and had some phenomenal soccer coaches. So I was looking forward to learning from him and Larissa Anderson. And actually I would say another person that was on the docket there would be Ryan Romuto. She was our, our second assistant at the time, super high energy played at Oklahoma state, played professional ball as well. Her brother is JT Romuto. So uh, that's always a fun fact for our Phillies people. But yeah, he, so he just, you know, they changed the game for me. I think thinking about the game and the level that they taught 
uh, really knew I knew I wanted to be around it longer. Um, and piece of, I think a piece of that, he always pushed me. He was an educator. He pushed me to, to think about helping others in a different way. I was going to school. I knew I loved people and wanted to be able to make an impact. I was going to school for athletic training. Um, but then as you know, my love for the game grew and being around uh, and being able to teach people different skill sets that are really challenging and watching them achieve it, it just kind of clicked one day and was like, I need to be in the coaching realm of things. So I've, it's been a long journey. I, I would say probably the biggest aha moment was like the day I graduated. I was like, oh my God, I can't just give this up forever. Um, because you know, winning a championship is a feeling you're going to chase the rest of your life. And I, I really take a lot of pride in bringing that to my own life again, but also the lives of my student athletes. So, uh, definitely an interesting journey, a little unorthodox in the way I was recruited and went about it, but I'm really grateful for the people that inspired me to, to continue to work. Awesome answer. And I'm going to throw a curveball. It's probably like a 2-0 curveball, maybe a 1-1 curveball since we're on question three. You you told a really cool story today in the in the introductory meeting about, you know, teammate being super important and, and the picture in your office. Can you just kind of share that story? Because I thought it was super powerful. Sure, sure. Yeah, I have a picture that I that makes it everywhere with me. So I've, you know, worked my way through the ranks and have had some offices that really didn't exist and some that are really amazing. Um but it's a it's a small picture that not many people know about unless they ask. It's a, a pile of yellow jerseys on the softball diamond on the dirt. It's like zoomed in photo. You can't really tell what's behind it. You can't really tell what the jerseys are. But it's an amazing tradition that came from Hofstra. They we always competed on Championship Sunday of our tournament with uh, wearing retro throwback uniforms. So um, it was our way of kind of connecting to the alum and something that. I feel like when I think about my coaching career and then and what I do on a daily basis, it's for the people that I played for and that played before me uh, because I know that every day I'm representing them. Um, but the cool part about that picture is we actually had a, a change in sponsorship at some point in my career to Under Armour. So we weren't allowed to wear the retros because they were not branded of any of any court kind. Um, but they were, we were allowed to uh, wear them underneath. So the alum didn't know, but we had it underneath the Jersey and um, wore two that day to win it all on champ Sunday. Uh, but as the legend goes, we don't, we don't lose in those uniforms. So it's a really cool pride moment for us. Um, and it was an awesome feeling to be able to rip off our, you know, our yellow Jersey and have the, the retro Jersey underneath and the alum lost their minds. I remember their faces being so excited about it. Uh, but the picture is like super symbolic for me. Uh, it's something I love to bring. And it's something I hope to build here of just the amount of pride in your past and where you've come from and um, how you're going to continue to impact those people and bring their stories and their legacies with you. Yeah. Super cool story. And I look forward to once we get your office all figured out and, uh, and, you know, the Dunning Center for our listeners is under construction right now. We're going to get Christy and our other coaches' offices up and running. But I look forward to seeing that picture uh, in real life. Um, so maybe a good segue. Um, I know you've, you've only been here for a month, but probably thinking about this as, as you aspire to get to the head coaching spot. Like, what's your vision for Penn softball? What can we expect? I want to win. <laughs> I think that's a uh, top priority. The cool part about this place is I think there's a lot of motivated, highly motivated, very driven, aspiring um, young women. And uh, I know they're going to make a positive impact on the world, but this is also the best of the best. Uh, so I really want them to have a positive experience and, and winning and dominating through the league. And I think that's something that we have a lot of the resources. There's no reason why we can't be successful here, but uh, my vision is to win and to find ways to do that um, creatively. Cause I think that's, 
you know, it's, it's not about putting people in a box. It's about being flexible and thinking outside of the box and really leveraging the people and empowering them to go after it. So excited for that chapter. I know it's, it's a big process, um, but it's the best part of the journey. Yeah. Earlier today, we were down at the, uh, the softball facility and, you know, I haven't been to as many college softball stadiums as you have certainly, but you know, what a great backdrop and a great place there in Penn Park. Like, just was that a big selling point for you, just our facility at Penn? Definitely helps. <laughs> I mean, it's an incredible facility. If you're there, it's it's magical. I think everybody I talked to on the team and recruits, I asked them, you know, why Penn? And a big part of what they said is just how the feeling they got when they stood there and looked at the backdrop of Philly and re- and understood that you're not just representing Penn, but you're representing Philadelphia. You know, we are, we're in a really prime spot uh, in the city, which is awesome. Um, the other part that I think really sells it for me is I remember playing at Penn when I was at Princeton and just the amount of championship level detail that went into the grounds crew. Like they were there picking up little tiny grains of dirt and getting chalk off and um, just making sure that it was kept to the highest level. And it's it's why the field looks as great as it does. Um, so I think there's there's a lot more than just the opportunity to play on this amazing field and watch people win ball games on this amazing field, but really just to go, getting back down to that championship level of detail and care about the, the home facility. Uh, so I'm excited to really help lean into that a little bit more. I know that crew is, is still around and helping out with the field and um, hopefully they feel the love because it's, it's really incredible the amount of care and love that they put into it. So let's talk a little bit about recruiting. Like when you're out on the road and, and watching video, you know, what, what do you look for when you're looking to, to bring in a young, a young woman to, to come be a Penn Quaker? Sure. I think, you know, the obvious thing is athletics. <laughs> um, I think that's the easiest part to identify, but the piece that really makes this different is their um, character, you know, making sure that, that it's a high quality human with great integrity, um, the motivation to be a little bit self-sufficient. That's a big part of, of college athletics is, you know, you're going to have limited hours. You're going to have things that you're going to work, you know, with your team around, but are you motivated enough to do some lonely work and do some things that are going to really help the team succeed in the end? Because that's the difference between the good and the great is just people that love the game so much that they're going to go mess around. And I'll tell you, and I tell all my kids this, like, that is the best time I ever had playing was when we were just messing around on the machine, right? Or messing around playing tennis ball bounce or weird things that um, there's plenty of stories that go along with it. But uh, definitely a highly motivated individual is important and, and self-motivated to, to take that time. But the character piece goes um, next to none. Like I said, I enjoy being a teammate. I think it's the most important title you have. Uh, It's kind of like a sisterhood to me where you're going to have some really tough moments uh, where you're going to have to be really honest with each other, but you also, that love runs deeper than anything else. So uh, making sure that we're bringing in high caliber uh, student athletes, but not just them, but their families into the crowd to make sure that we're, we're fulfilling that legacy and, and really being able to accelerate our success a lot faster. So you've touched on this a little bit, but, but specifically why Penn and why the Ivy League? Like why why did you pursue this opportunity? Yeah, I, I think it's so interesting because this question has definitely evolved since being hired. <laughs> Initially, I was definitely attracted to what is feels kind of obvious is the the academics, you know, the the reputation of Penn and, and what it means to put on the shirt and um, be out there recruiting and representing on a regular basis uh, was definitely there. The, high, the amount of dr- drive and motivation of the people that are successful here and that, that you know, kind of get through the, that admissions process 
is really exciting for me. I, I love talking to people that are passionate about things. And I think my time at Princeton proved to me that it's these people are passionate about not just softball, but they're passionate about other things that are so interesting and definitely make my life better to hear about and connect a little bit different. Um, but I also feel like there's a lot of a lot of really great opportunity to win in the Ivy League. You know, they've made a lot of changes. They they've gone to a four team tournament, uh, which is huge. We've been they've been fighting for that for a long time. I know uh, the coaches were all on the same page with how exciting that could be for the league um, because they've you know they've shifted around a couple of different scenarios. And um, I I just think that it's it's now's the right time, right? Like they just started the four team tournament. There's a, a great opportunity for change and for people to really kind of get their foot in the door and just a lot to be excited about, about the league right now too. So, um, yeah, I, and as I grow listening and, and getting around people, it's just the community at Penn is unreal. It really is. I did not expect as many people to show up this morning. There were so many people I felt so loved. Um, it's just a crazy opportunity to learn from people that are the best of the best, uh, top notch in what they do. And I know they're going to make a huge impact on me and who I am as a coach and a leader. So, um, just really grateful. I know there's, um, a lot to be excited about with Penn, but, um, and I touched on this a little bit earlier, I am really excited about working uh, with Alana. I think she's really exceptional in what she does, and she is so amazing in the way she presents women's sports and wants to empower them to be successful. Uh, but at the same time, like we're really highly motivated and creating a diverse background and, and changing the trajectory of as many people's lives as we can. So excited to be on board with all that stuff. And I'm sure there's more I'm gonna uncover about Penn that is next level. Um, but yeah, it's been an incredible start so far. Awesome. Um, so obviously UConn, uh, I just wanna to touch on the UConn experience. You know, in four years, you guys, uh, really turned things around. And as I learned this morning, you know, year, year one or, or year zero was, was COVID. Um, and that, that certainly interrupted all of our lives. But just talk to me, like, what was the secret sauce up there at UConn? And, and are there things that, that work there that you're going to bring here to, to bring us back to championships? Absolutely. Yeah, I think we all had to be willing to look in the mirror a little bit and uh, do some work. You know, there's nothing great is done without a lot of hard work. And the most important thing to me is to model it from the top down. You know, you're going to hear this for me a lot, hopefully over the years of, I, I believe in being a consistent person and making sure that I'm modeling what I expect from them. And I'm not going to ever ask them to do something I wouldn't do. So um, definitely we modeled a lot of things there and, and that hard work piece, uh, we def we showed up with that and did a lot of things really quickly with them, which I, I would be excited to implement some of that here. Um, but the piece that I think really helped was a lot of patience and a lot of consistency. Like you have to be exactly who you say you're going to be every day. And we all have to act that way, right? So being able to be consistent with our language, um, our messaging, really trying to get into the nitty gritty of like how, what's going on in the locker room, right? How are these things going to get better as we, as we improve the leadership and the program? So um, there was a lot of opportunity there to, to make some gains. And I'm excited because I think there's a lot of, uh, speaking to the team, there's been a lot of great foundations and um, their connection to each other, which I think we built a little differently there. Um, and it's nice to hear that they they feel that connection here, but I'm looking forward to kind of creating more of a consistent language and more winner's talk, uh, things that are going to help us really accelerate in this um, as we start to compete against other people, right? Like it's us versus them. Right. Um, so let's get to uh, to the on-field stuff. Like what, what style of softball should we expect uh, once we get in between the lines? I obviously I love hitting, <laughs> um, but I do think versatility is a big part of my game. You know, I 
would expect our defense to always be consistent for us. It's the part of the game that, you know, coach taught me so well. There's a beautiful system. He's a genius. If you ever have the chance to talk to him, you really should. He's next level in his ability to digest that part of the game. Um, so I have a lot of knowledge there. And I, I think it's so important for your defense to be solid so that your pitching and your hitting can kind of work through the timing and the ebbs and flows. Cause it, it is, it's a growing process um, and they need to find ways to get confidence. And it's hard to do that when your defense is, is falling apart. So really excited to show you guys that we're going to be solid on defense um, and obviously competitive and on both sides of the ball in terms of pitching and, and hitting. But I think the cool part about me is I'm, I'm really good at, kind of just taking what's there and figuring out how we're going to be successful. So maybe this year it looks like we got more long ball or gap to gap players, but in future years, we're hitting a lot of triples and we're, or we're stealing, we're stealing second a lot. So I think there's a lot of versatility in the futures ahead and it really just depends on, on what the tools are, but I love to run. I think that's a, the fun part of the game. It's really hard to throw people out. So uh, it's, it's definitely a momentum shifter when you do. And, um, you know, obviously I, I'm good at the fundamental part of the game. So I would expect our fundamentals to look pretty solid on all, all pieces. Good stuff. Uh, how about as far as scheduling, you know, uh, whether it's year one or, or down the road, like what type of teams do you want to play? What travel kind of interests you? Obviously seven Ivy series uh, are set, but, you know, a spring break and opening weekend, like how do you think about scheduling? Yeah, I think the top two like philosophy things that come to mind is, First one being, I am a strong believer in play on playing on college campuses. Um, we, this is the, this is it. This is our biggest part, almost like a pro league for us. Uh, obviously we have a league, it's just a little smaller. Um, so most of the, most of this experience is playing other college teams and it, um, it's such a great time to go to all these different places and experience what their home field feels like. And hopefully people will feel that when they come to Penn as well, that they really enjoy the, the atmosphere um, that we're trying to create, but that would be number one. And the second piece I would say is, you know, I, I'm a believer in trying to find um, opportunities near people's hometowns. Uh, you get to play in front of your home crowd only so many times. So it's important to make sure that you're, um, you know, trying to get in front of them. It's great for recruiting. It's great for uh, traveling really well on the road because, it, you know, we do play a lot of games on the road, but that's a big piece of that. Um, and for this this upcoming year, I think I'm really focused on trying to find teams that are going to help prepare us for the Ivy League. Because although long-term, I expect us to play some big names and, and take uh, take some titles and some Ws away from that. But uh, the first priority is the league and preparing ourselves. And we all know this game is about timing and rhythm. So um, not getting too out of out of reach and making sure we're playing teams that we can um, kind of grow and learn, learn from ourselves, but also stay in rhythm. So alumni engagement here at Penn is, is, is so super important. Um... And I know you've done a lot of work in, in the first month here. How has that part of the job been so far? Amazing. We have um, a committee that's together and um, there's been some key people that have just stayed connected and reached out. Uh, Lori being one of them. She's she's just like, I feel like she's a, such a great cheerleader right now, <laughs> like looks at me and is like, you, you, this is going to be so good. You just need to connect with this person. So um, they're, they've been incredible. I think they're really eager to get going too. And I'm really excited to, to meet all of them and to really grow those relationships. I think, you know, just like the story I talked about earlier of the jerseys is uh, this place is so much more than the current people that are here. Um, and we have we have so many great programs that are already in existence, like the mentoring program and um, kind of some events that they're really looking to host to try to bring some people back to campus. 
but I'm super open to meeting people on the road. And that's that's another draw to trying to go back to people's hometowns and kind of those central hubs that we've recruited a lot out of um, because it's, it's a way for us to connect with our past and I'm definitely going to think outside the box and try to create as much energy from them as possible in this transition. So we, you touched on this a little bit, but how have your conversations with the current team uh, been going? Obviously, with the uh, the amazingness of Zoom, um, you know, you can connect with people face to face. But like, how, how's that? How have those conversations been going? Been great, honestly. They were kind of exactly what I thought they would be. Just very professional, well put together young women. Um, but I think the cool part is they're they're very excited for um, the next step too. And I think that's they know it's going to be a lot of work and it's going to look a lot different. And I don't think they're scared by that. Um, but the part I love about them is they're just, they love Penn. They love it so much. And I, I know there's going to be a lot that I can learn from them to help with the recruiting process and um, all those great things. But the fact that they love to be here and they, they choose this place every day um, makes it really exhilarating for me. So we're going to, we're definitely going to keep those conversations going. I think we just touched the surface with how, how we set it up, but you know, they've, they've reached out kind of regularly. It was awesome to see the handful that are around uh, campus. They were here today. And I think that's, you know, I keep saying to them, I'm an action person. So uh, it's something that I'm going to have to prove to you over time on, on who I am and how consistent I can be for you, but showing up is a big part of what I do. So it was really cool to see a handful of them show up today and, um, you know, very grateful for that and, and definitely had a few watchers online as well, which was really cool. All right, we're down to the final question. What's the future of Penn softball? going to be awesome. <laughs> no, we, uh, <laughs> it definitely is. I think there's a lot to be excited for. Um, changes, like I said earlier, changes is part of growth. And I do think that this team has the capabilities of competing at not just, you know, not within the league, but the next level. And it's because we have the resources. It's because of what the school offers and its ability to change people's lives. Um, I just, I believe so much in this model and I'm really excited to hit the ground running and start to, to bring in some people also that um, are going to continue to push us to get better all across the board. Awesome. Well, enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for joining us on the Penn Athletics Podcast. And um, we're looking forward to having you get started. Thanks. Thanks for having me.